All right, Jabosai, good morning. Good morning, good morning. Let us begin. We are continuing in the Silas Yisharm this morning, and we left off, we left off yesterday um, on page Hey in the handout that I, uh, that I had sent you. And no, that is, um, I'm sorry, I take that back. We left off on page Yud Zion. So remember, again, we had, just to retrace our steps a little bit, the Mechaber said that the Iker in life is to try to figure out, what is my obligation in this world? The Ramchal gave a basic answer, a profound yet basic answer to that question, that the job of the Jew is, excuse me, ultimately, again, to derive pleasure from a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu. And the Ramchal said that although the place where you ultimately enjoy the true nature of that relationship is in Olam Haba, but it is in Olam Haza, this world, that we are able to create that relationship. And how do we create relationships, says the Ramchal? Through mitzvos. Mitzvos are the vehicles of relationship. Which, by the way, is such an interesting yisod because what Ramchal then really is indicating to us, which is a profound relationship idea, not just for Hakadosh Baruch Hu, but in life, that the way you cultivate relationships is for doing for the other. You know, sometimes we think that you cultivate relationships by talking, by spending time together. That that's absolutely true as well. But Lamaisa, true meaningful relationships come about when one person does for the other. When there's an investment of my co-host, where there's an investment of my time. So how do I create a relationship with Hashem? It's interesting that Ramchal says the primary vehicle for relationship is not tefillah, which is fascinating. The primary vehicle for relationship are actional mitzvos. Because when I'm actually willing to invest myself, what I'm actually willing to do, to actually physically labor for HaKadosh Baruch Hu, to invest, like I said, to invest myself, that's when relationship is created. It's such, it's such a fascinating, nuanced idea that the Ramchal is conveying. He goes on. So we're picking up on page Yod Zayin. If you're, if you're using what I sent out, it's paragraph Dalit. tira, ki and when you look into this even in a little bit more depth, the Ramchal says you'll find that true Shlemos, when a person will say, right, what are we all looking for in life? Aren't we all looking for Shlemos? Aren't we all looking to feel complete? I recognize and I feel each and every day that there's something missing, that there's a void, there's some type of absence in my life. And often we go through life trying to fill that void, but unfortunately, we end up filling it with all the wrong things. Dramchal says, Shleimo Sa'amiti, true completion only comes from a sense of devekos, of connection to Hashem. Vumasha Omer Davra Melech Omer, Vumasha Hayot Davra Melech Omer, Vani Kirvas Elohim Litov. Davra Melech says, and for me, closeness to Hashem is good. I'll say such a simple yet profound pasuk. David Amalek saying that I've seen many things in life, discovered many things in life, and I've come to find that being close to Hashem, that's what's good. That's what's good. That's what's tov. But Omer, achas shalti meis Hashem, osa avakish shifti beves Hashem kol yimei chayai. 
David Amal says, I have one request from you, Hashem. This is what I shall request, to dwell in the house of Hashem all the days of my life. Isn't it such a profound yisod? You know, we, we, we all of us are, are looking to fill that void, right? There's that little thing inside of me that feels a little bit empty. It feels a little bit empty. And I spend my days and I spend my years trying to fill it. And we always assume that the things that will fill it are the things I don't have, right? So if a person doesn't have money, so I assume that, you know, it's money that's going to fill that void. Person doesn't have a spouse, it's a spouse that's going to fill that void. Children that's going to fill that void. And while those are all very wonderful things, what Ramchal is saying is there's really only one thing that fills the void in life. And that's relationship with Hashem. That, that, that's it. Vani kirvas alokim litov. Achos sha'alti me'is Hashem osavakesh shifti beveis Hashem. That's all. It's a relationship with HaKadosh Baruch Hu that fills the void and nothing else. Other things are nice and other things are beautiful and other things could give you simcha. Right? We, we, we know there are so many beautiful things in life that enhance our lives. But there's only one thing in life that really makes me feel shalim, completely and wholly shalim, and that's a relationship with Hashem. Such an incredible yisod. He goes on, Listen to this. There's only one tov. What does it mean when Chal says there's only one tov? There's only one thing that's good. There's only one thing in life that's absolutely good. Absolutely. There are many things that are good or have good elements or have beautiful elements, meaningful elements. There's, bless you, there's only one thing in this world that's absolutely tov, and that's relationship with Hashem. And anything besides this, that people often go ahead and think is good. Suppose say that this wording is stronger. That Hamchal says, and a lot of times in life, the things that people think are good are not only are they not good, but they're futile, fleeting, and meaningless. Now, both say the truth is, remember, there is also an in between, right? Hamchal is kind of putting, creating like like the poles for us. There's there's a relationship with Hashem, which is the ultimate tov, which is the ultimate tov. And then there are things that I think are good, but are really not good at all. But of course, then there are things in the middle, which are things which are good. They're very nice. They're very pleasant. They're very beautiful. But they're not ultimate tov. We'll say, you know what I find so profound about this is we spend, we often, we spend a lot of time thinking about like our obligations, the things we have to do in our Yiddishkeit. But I think sometimes the part that we don't spend enough time just full reflecting on is, I do those things in order to create relationship. It's not just the pshat that I'm an eved serving the other, right? That I'm a slave serving the master. Yeah, is, is there an element of avdos, an element of servitude in our relationship with Hashem? Yeah. Is Hashem the king and I'm the subject? Yeah. Is Hashem the father and I'm the son and the son has an obligation to obey the father? Sure. There, there, there are absolutely elements of our relationship like that. But there's also a relationship. There's just a relationship with the Ribbon Shalom. That's what you see David HaMelech saying, Vani kirvas alokim litov. It's so good to have a relationship with you. And the way we establish that relationship, says, the, says, says, says Ramchal, is through mitzvahs. Amdam. Let's go right here. He says, Amdam. L'chishi yizke adam hazos. When a person goes ahead and is able to acquire this good, 
this good meaning of relationship with Hashem. Ra'i shiyamo yishona peyjud ches. Did I send this out? No. Okay. You'll have to believe me on this one. Ra'i v'yishtadel b'yegiyo liknoson v'ahinu shiyishtadel libdabik bo yisparach b'koach masim shetoldosom ze'inyan v'heim heima mitzos. So I will say, here the Ramchal says something amazing. He says, okay, we've now established that a relationship with Hashem, a real relationship with Hashem, is the ultimate tov, is the ultimate good. So then he says, okay, now that I know that it's good, you have to try to acquire it. You have to try to acquire it. And how does one acquire it? So we're saying that's the role of mitzvos. Mitzvos are the vehicles through which we establish relationship. So we'll say, which is, this also fits into, we'll have to stop with this, but this also fits in to a more general motif that you find in Chazal, that like we see in Pirkei Avos, Antigonus, Antigonus says in the beginning of the first chapter of Pirkei Avos, Do not be like servants who worship the master for the sake of receiving reward. And the truth is, very often you see that Mishnah, and you say, okay, okay, I got it. I shouldn't do mitzvahs for the sake of receiving reward. He will say, what doesn't Antigonus tell me? What doesn't he tell me? So why should I do it? <laughs> okay, so you don't want me to do it for reward. Fine. Why am I doing it? Like what? In other words, we, we, are, we are utilitarian beings. So I, I'm happy to do anything and everything I have to understand the kind, just like a framework. For, I don't have to understand the mitzvos, but you want me to devote my life to something. Why? Okay, so now I shouldn't do it because I'm getting reward. Fine, I can accept that. But why am I doing it? And then Amchal comes along and he answers that question. Do you know why I'm doing it? Relationship. Relationship. Because at the end of the day, what mitzvos give me are a relationship with the Ribbono Shalom. And what an incredible way to look at our Yiddishkeit. And what an incredible way to look at our mitzvos. That these are things that we don't just do. Yes, and the truth is, there's many reasons why we do mitzvos. But the Ramchal says the primary byproduct of living a life of engagement in mitzvos, the result of that is a beautiful, meaningful, and passionate relationship with the Rebbe So we have to stop over here. We'll pick up in Merit Hashem on page with Ches tomorrow. Shkoyach.